Hi, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Volley. I'm Carolyn April. And as always, I'm looking for my good friend, Seth, Seth Robinson. How you doing? Hey, happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. When, do we, when do we stop saying Happy New Year, actually? I always wonder that. I feel like sometimes in February, people are like, hey, Happy New Year. I'm like, oh. It's like the first time that you see or speak to somebody in the, in the New Year, but I guess if it's July, it's a little inappropriate. And they're right. probably... <laughs> I, I don't know. They're probably not that close to you if you've only spoken. The first time you speak to them is in July, too. Um, but yeah, I think maybe February. Yeah. So, so at least in, a, in a, at least in a business context, you know that you're gonna. There are people that you might not, you know, speak to right away in January, and so you, you know the first time you have a meeting with them or a call might be February. But yeah, after that, it probably gets a little stale. Well, we'll get a lot of them next week then because we've got the all staff here and I know you'll be coming in. A lot of people will be coming in. So it'll be the first time seeing an awful lot of people. Yeah, I haven't been uh, to the to the headquarters in, in a while. Um, I was planning to go if we had done this in December, but we moved it to January. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be there for Tuesday to Friday. So it's a, a little long stretch. I sometimes only do a couple of days. So looking forward to it. I hope the weather, fingers crossed, is okay. Because I know flying into Chicago in January is not always ideal, but it'll be good to see you. Yeah, it'll be good to see you. It's too bad uh, we didn't have uh, volley week, the week that you're going to be here. We could have done it live, but... I know, that's always fun. I mean, every once in a while, we've been yeah. able to do that. Well, to kick off the year, we're uh, looking ahead at all the things that CompTIA is going to be doing, and a lot of our activity is going to be within our member communities. So we thought that it would be appropriate to have the head of our member communities on. Uh, Jim Hamilton is vice president of member communities. He will also be here next week from his typical location in Canada. But Jim, we're really happy to have you this week. Great. Thanks, guys. It's really good to be on your podcast. And let me say Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jim. Thanks so much for joining us and Happy New Year. But right back at you. <laughs> Thank you. And Jim, before you start off into the community stuff, I should also mention that you have a podcast of your own, right? You run the Emerging Tech podcast out of our community groups. Is that still correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we call it MTechCast, and what we do is we have a whole host of emerging tech characters on the show talking about their area. We've had everything from robotics to IoT solutions to AI, uh, and then they talk about, most importantly, how you can make money out of it as a solution provider. So lots of really good conversation. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've checked in uh, a few times, and it's, it's good stuff. And it, it's really good that we're, you know, at CompTIA, we're focusing so much on M-Tech as well. It's good to feature people that are actually doing something with it. I think that's really important. Yeah, and, and they're, they're plentiful, which is uh, really exciting to see. Uh, and, and just some of the things that um, at the applications and the way they're using them to drive really strong business outcomes, it's exciting. Um, and, and I'm, you know, I've been in this, this industry for 30 years, and, and I'm always amazed at what we're able to do with technology. And just, it's cliche, but how fast it's changing and the kinds of innovation that's going on all around us. It's really cool. Very good. Should we talk communities? Absolutely. That's no, what, that's, well, Jim, I mean, Jim, your, game. Tech, your tech line is all... Your tagline is all things communities, I noticed, on, um, on the Slack channel. So I thought it would be good, or Seth and I both thought it would be good for you to kind of give a little bit of a macro overview of what our community structure is and what it's all about. And then we can maybe drill down into some of the things that are going to go on in 2020. 
Great. Well, so for those who don't know, our communities exist inside our corporate membership, and they're designed as birds of a feather who flock together, uh, quite simply. So um, we bring people together with common interests, common challenges, addressing common opportunities uh, to network, to learn from each other, to learn the very latest uh, best practices and, and uh, gain thought leadership and be a community, a true community in every sense of the word. And then the way we structure them, we actually have a number of different communities. We have some that are uh, technology focused like security and managed services and emerging tech. Uh, we have others that are cause-based uh, around the industry like helping women get into tech, helping young people get into tech, helping underrepresented minorities. And then we have regional communities in Canada, the UK, Belgium, Netherlands, Luxembourg, Australia, New Zealand, and we have new communities opening up this year in other parts of the world. Oh, good. So, so yeah, Jim, Carol and I have been pretty tightly involved with a lot of the communities uh, the whole time we've been here because we have a good working relationship with the things that the communities do and what we try to do in in research. Uh, so, so we're we're pretty familiar with them, and and there's been uh, some some history in these. These communities aren't really static; they they change with the demands of the industry, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so our industry is, as I was just mentioning, like incredibly fluid, um, very dynamic. Uh, and so we, we are constantly looking at our community lineup and thinking about how can we best serve the industry around us. And, and frankly, communities too are kind of have a life cycle. They're, they're a lot like people or businesses or whatever. So as new opportunities arise, then uh, we, we work really quickly to, to address them. So uh, specific to this year, we've made some, some changes where we identified across our workforce communities. Uh, these are advancing women in technology, advancing diversity in technology, future leaders, and even technology lifecycle services. There was a lot of common themes and they were all around things like uh, how do we recruit, train, retain the very best people in order to drive our business forward. And a lot of managed service providers, a lot of people in the industry will say, I can sell my product all day long. What I can't do is find the staff to support it. And then you add on other challenges like emerging tech, which is bursting at the seams and requiring all kinds of new skills. How do we help businesses uh, be incredibly nimble to bring on the skills that they need in order to address these new market opportunities. So what we've done is we've taken these four great communities and we've combined them into one really powerful community that's going to focus just on that, on workforce. In fact, we uh, are working away on uh, a brand new name um, and I will uh, share that it's Advancing Tech Talent and Diversity. So in addition to a lot of the um, just dynamics around uh, recruiting and, and retaining great talent, there's also the issue of creating cultures that are very inclusive. Uh, as we go into 2020, we need everybody in society who has an interest in technology getting involved in, um, getting involved in the industry. And so we need to look at uh, traditional populations that haven't participated robustly in the tech industry and uh, and bring them in. So creating cultures that are inclusive is really important and helping those people find on-ramps into the industry uh, to, to participate. So that's, that's the focus of the new community around workforce. And I'm looking forward to really great things to come this year. 
You know, Jim, one of the things that, uh, at least with research, and I know um, the communities have also focused on this, is the, the idea that the, the, the IT channel is expanding into, it's just a much different ecosystem than it used to be. It's, no, it's still, there's a lot of traditional players, but now we've got all kinds of new players from those who are, you know, specialists around SaaS to um, those who aren't really what you would normally consider a technology company at all, like a an accounting firm or a law firm. And all of these new players might even not even consider themselves part of the traditional um, channel. Um, but we want to try to be, bring them in. And I know we've talked about this in some meetings that we've done is, you know, what's the success rate there? And what are some of the things we're trying to do to reach out uh, to those companies and people who may not normally engage with CompTIA? Yeah, so that's a really good question. Um, uh, of course, our, our existing communities, uh, people are welcome to participate uh, to the extent uh, that, that, that it makes sense for them. Um, and we do have an emerging tech community that, that really is designed to uh, address a lot of these new spaces that are developing. But specifically, we found um, that there are a lot of like niche opportunities or, or niche markets that are really emerging and, and, and quite strong. Uh, take the, the drone industry, for example, where, uh, you know, there's a number of events that go on throughout the course of the year. The, the industry is growing at a significant rate. Uh, it's maturing. Um, you know, there's professionalism and standards that are developing. And so what we've done is, is we've, we've created technology interest groups, which are very specific forums for people to come and talk about topics that matter to them. And what we really want to do is we want to meet people exactly where they're at. So uh, drone service providers want to talk to other drone service providers. And, you know, emerging tech is, is obviously a topic that's of interest to them. But if we can provide a forum that's very specific to uh, drones and allow them to talk to other people just like them, uh, then that, that actually really is, is a very powerful thing that we can do for the industry. So our technology interest groups are largely going to be virtual. Um, they meet on a regular basis. They involve things like podcasts, and newsletters, and staying up to date on the latest trends. Uh, and uh, also, we plan on supporting them with a virtual forum where people can continue the great community conversations that happen face-to-face -face or in an online meeting uh, where they can do them in online forums. So frankly, anywhere where you have an internet connection, you can then participate. So drones is the first one we're starting with, uh, but throughout the course of the year, you'll see us rolling out more, um, specifically around workforce, uh, again, women in tech, uh, diversity uh, groups uh, and underrepresented minorities, but also to other technologies like artificial intelligence or IoT, blockchain, and business apps, uh, and just the explosion of technology. So again, going to people and meeting them exactly where they are uh, in a specific area with a specific technology. Interesting, Seth. This is something you've talked about in, with respect to emerging tech for a long time. Is that um, it's it, it may be a mistake to kind of put everybody in the same bucket under a giant umbrella title of emerging tech when there are so many niches here that, to your point, Jim, go to people in, the, in their specific area um, because those are, the, they, those are the people that want to talk to one another. Well, and I think it just helps the, the group define and, what conversations they're having because I, I know with that community, sometimes the emerging tech community is having discussions about how do you as a business prepare yourself to 
explore technology more aggressively. And that's a very broad general discussion. And yeah. then sometimes they're diving into the specifics. And so I think to have the, the special interest groups will, will kind of help people understand if we want to have a really specific AI discussion, we can have it over here and it can bleed over. And, and we've got forums for all of those things to happen. Mm -hmm. The other great thing is, is CompTIA as an industry association. Um, let's meet people where they're at. If I want to talk about drones, let's talk about drones. But the great thing about CompTIA is that drones isn't the only thing you can talk about at CompTIA. And so you can see the drone industry in the context of the larger industry. And, and frankly, there's tremendous power there. You can pull best practices from other industries. You can look at how do you build an effective channel? Uh, what are some of the dynamics that you can build into uh, the industry that are gonna make it you know, more, more profitable, more um, uh, better solutions for people, that sort of thing. So you, you kind of get the power of both. I, uh, we meet people where they're at, but we also connect them with the broader industry. So I know the communities also um, try to do one at least initiative of their own in a given year, something that a project that they work on um, as, as a group. And you've been around here at CompTIA as long as I have. Um, and wondering if you just anecdotally can think of something that you would highlight as sort of an impressive thing that you were proud of that one of the communities or more, more than one have done over the years in terms of one of those projects or initiatives. Sure. Um, there's so many, it's hard to pick. Yeah, uh, I'm not either, asking you, know, you to pick your favorite. Favorite, your favorite child or anything. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll, I'll pick some most recent then, so then you can't accuse, I can't be accused of uh, favoritism. <laughs> so um, probably uh, one of the most exciting ones over the last couple of years has been our top 10 list for emerging tech, uh, which has been picked up really well. Uh, so in our emerging tech community, every year we identify what are the top 10 emerging techs and um, specifically uh, from the lens of how you can make money off of them. Um, so th uh, that's actually spawned a whole bunch of other things inside the emerging tech community, like how do you as a company assess your ability to innovate and to bring in new emerging tech? And once you've assessed it, how do you go about improving it? So they've built an innovation assessment um, uh, initiative that's been very effective. And then following on to that, a number of white papers have spawned around that. So specifically, how do uh, companies take something like 5G and make money off of it? How do people take something like AI and make money off of it? And all of those are available and, and, and on our website. And on the other side of the house for workforce, uh, recently, and this is still not launched, but it's just about to, so I can give you the inside scoop. We looked at SMB and uh, the topic of diversity, and a lot of larger companies uh, have strong and robust DNI programs. And they have the resources and, and you know, the mandate and the executive buy-in and all of that sort of stuff that, that really drives these throughout the organization. In the SMB, not so much. Um, first of all, a lot of SMBs don't know where to start. Uh, a lot of SMBs find that it's, it's you know, there's a much more, a bigger barrier to getting going with a DNI program than a large enterprise because they just don't have the kinds of resources that a, a larger company would have. So we've created something called the SMB Guide to Diversity. 
which is, is a really nice approach to how an SMB can take simple steps to introduce a DNI program into their own business. Uh, it's put together by DNI experts and uh, takes you step by step through the program. So those are just a couple of the things recently that we've done, but every year our communities are looking at how can we impact and, and improve the industry around us. So what about this year then? I know that you all get together at the end of every year and kind of talk about major themes. Even if you don't nail down the initiatives, I think you get you know, the, the themes that you expect to tackle in the coming year. So, so knowing which initiatives are working well and which ones get traction, and then kind of knowing which way the industry might be going, where do you think things are gonna go this year with the communities? So security continues to be a really big issue that the industry hasn't addressed. And, and in, in a lot of ways, it feels like Groundhog Day with, with, with security because it's, it's just that perennial issue. Um, it, it's only becoming more and more of a, a, a factor as we think about the health of the industry and the future of the industry. Uh, the launch of new emerging tech is, is exacerbating the issue. Um, MSPs themselves are finding that more and more they're a target uh, for security attacks. Uh, so I, I see in 2020 uh, being the year where we really take a hard look at uh, securing the MSP and, and securing the SMB and, and providing really uh, practical uh, direction on how to do that. Um, again, I think it's a, a barrier to growth. And then as well, when you think about MSPs and you know if each MSP has a hundred clients um, uh, they're, they're a very attractive target for bad actors uh, so that's that's a large focus for this year uh, the other area that's that's always been a focus in and I think we'll see more and more is solution selling so amongst MSPs and amongst uh, a sales professional with with solution providers how do you actually take a solution and sell it according to business outcomes? Um, what are the best practices in positioning solutions? Long gone are the days, as you know, that you go in and you sell a server or a printer or a bunch of networking gear. Businesses buy things because they produce business outcomes. And so working with our solution providers and MSPs to provide really practical guidance on solution selling uh, is another big focus for this year. Great. So from a brass tax standpoint, Jim, how, do, how does one become involved in the communities? Do we well, have to be a, a CompTIA yeah, member? And you, you kind of explain that process for us. Yeah, no, it's, it's as simple as going to our website, comptia.org, and you know, just click on the membership uh, portion. And you can uh, browse the different communities. And uh, next to each community, there's a little sign-up button. So you just go in and enter your information. And you'll start receiving information about meetings. You'll get newsletters. You'll get uh, all the information and in, uh, about the activity that's going on in the community. So I'd encourage everybody to do that. There may be people, too, who are listening from places outside of the U.S. or Canada. And I, I want to encourage you, there, there are a number of regional communities that you can participate in, and we've seen just tremendous success over the last 10 years of growing out these communities. Uh, our UK community is very robust and very strong, so if you do business there, I'd encourage you to get involved. Uh, we established an ANZ community, Australia New Zealand, five years ago. Again, it's very robust and strong. Uh, Benelux, Belgium, Netherlands, Luxembourg last year. Uh, it's just getting off the ground, but very good first year. And this year, 
we're looking at uh, Singapore as the base for an ASEAN Association of Southeast Asian Nations uh, community. So watch this space, uh, but it'll be our first uh, community in, uh, in Asia, and we're, we're excited about our formation efforts there. Uh, so uh, more to come as, as the year progresses, but uh, again, opportunities both, uh, both in the U.S., but uh, throughout, throughout the globe to participate in our communities. And these opportunities, Jim, are open to almost anyone in the industry, right? Our, our membership tends to focus on those companies that are selling solutions or selling products, uh, but we're open to technical professionals as well, um, yeah. whether they're in one of those businesses or whether they're a, an IT pro sitting in a, an insurance firm or real estate office or wherever they might be, right? Yeah, it, largely the discussion focuses around businesses that focus on the business of technology, so technology businesses themselves. If you sell, service, or influence the sale of technology, then our communities are for you. So yeah, I'd encourage anybody who's part, part of this industry and wants to get more connected with peers to join up and be part of our community. I know time is running short here, but uh, I, I'd like to also mention that uh, we're expanding our communities to uh, have a much more robust online experience in 2020. So watch the space, but we are planning on implementing a online engagement platform, which takes the great community experience that happens face-to-face -face and allows people to discuss through forums and file sharing and peer-to-peer -peer messaging and directories all of these sorts of things. So CompTIA is making a sizable investment in rolling this out in 2020. So again, uh, you, wherever you are on the internet, as long as you have an internet connection, you can plug in and participate in these communities. It doesn't uh, involve, it, it doesn't have to involve getting on a plane and going to an event or coming to a face-to-face -face meeting. That's fantastic. Well, Jim, it's been a pleasure having you today. Um, Lots of good stuff going on, obviously, and, and lots of good expansion. I've sat in on a number of community meetings over these last 10 years, and I know that people are very involved and uh, very passionate about the things that they're hoping to work on, and, and, and I expect that that's going to continue well through this year and beyond. So, again, thank you so much. Yeah, it's a very exciting space, uh, and and a quick shout out to the the crew of community managers that you have working that that keep these communities driving forward and always have their finger on the pulse of of things because it's uh, it's a very rapidly changing industry, and and you all do a great job staying on top of it. Uh, well, thank you, and and thank you, Carolyn and Seth, for having me on. It's been a pleasure to talk about something as you can tell, I'm quite passionate about. All right. Well, again, Happy New Year, you guys. And, happy uh, New Year, everyone. Happy and New I, Year. Uh, and I will see you both next week, which is exciting. So. Looking forward to it. Very good. We will see you then. All right. Take care.